and we are live hey everyone hello good evening i'm caroline i'm doing this puppet podcast and tonight i'm receiving someone from new york area here we go yay so i i'm so happy to have you again for another episode and i want to let you know that you can always chat with us during the interview, leave comments, just write below and, and we can like acknowledge that you are there. And if you want to say where, from where you are watching, it's always fun to, to see from where the, the crowd is reaching to us. So yeah, I want to talk of a workshop that we organize pretty soon also just before the interview we do this wonderful workshop about online streaming and also about obs so let me bring it in the screen yeah so here is our next workshop it's on our patreon so if you haven't get the chance to watch all what we offer on patreon we have a lot of promotion tools and a lot of stuff. But here we have Mathieu René, who is the creaturist and who do a lot of like online stuff and is really good with OBS and he can teach us a lot of stuff about Twitch and about online streaming. So we really want to have his knowledge all over and that's why we're sharing this wonderful workshop with the community. So yeah, and if you, you go on the Patreon, you could see all the past workshops so I really recommend you to, to be with us with this big adventure of online puppetry promotion and make this feel of art growing. So yeah, I, I'm really excited about this interview tonight because it, it's so funny that we I, I, get, I met many new people. I'm always like, people refer me people and just oh you must interview this person i met him it's so cool and and so I, i've done myself a podcast i've been interviewed on a, a podcast called you booked it from a, an australian artist a dancer amazing interview that we have done together and now he suggests me other artists to interview so please welcome in the screen everyone the wonderful chris the Hey! Have the drum roll. Do, do, do. Oh, I could do a I could do a thing on the piano, which I usually do. <laughs> oh, it's not really. There you go. Here you are. <laughs> I'm curious to be part of the the puppet podcast. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to talk yes. about puppets. Yes, a live interview about puppetry passion so i want you first chris to introduce yourself to the community who are watching maybe you can talk about you and your way into the puppetry world okay well uh my name is chris i have been living and performing in new york for about 10 years um and only puppetry i got into puppetry recently like maybe three four years ago um, because I came into New York as a as a musical theater boy. I went to the same college as my friend Dane, who's the one who connected us, um, Boston Conservatory. And everyone's trying to be on Broadway, but I never really felt like I fit in with the Broadway scene. So I sort of migrated downtown a little bit where things get weird and experimental. So I work at La Mama Experimental Theater Club in the East Village. And that is, you know, they are the sort of, 
founding source of the off-off-Broadway movement. And so there's lots of puppeteers that came from La Mama that are still at La Mama. And uh, we have actually a biannual puppet festival that's an international puppet festival. Um, so yeah, I, I performed at La Mama and uh, all of the puppet artists at La Mama have sort of nurtured me and taught me everything I know about puppetry. Um, that would be like Theodora Skipateris and uh, Local 7 Dance Puppet Theater Company mainly. Um, and yeah, and, and, and that's a little bit about me. Now I, now I teach puppetry to, to kids um, and I'm developing my own show right now, which you see a little bit of right there in the background. You'll see more of that later. Yes, because we always have a little bit of visual in, in the conclusion. So everyone stay tuned to, to see more of it at the, at the end. And we have people watching from New York area, from also Montreal, Jacqueline, hello, yeah. And we have to see the people who are chatting with us. Uh, uh, Chris, it's on the side, you just click on comment. So you can <gasps> oh my gosh, there they are. Yeah, so be free to, to chat with us. And yes, Chad, uh, Mathieu René was talking about the workshop. He's an amazing puppeteer. So thank you for watching. And yes, let's jump into the big, deep question of the Ooh. Puppet Podcast. So are you ready, Chris? I'm ready. Yeah. So the first one is the why. Like mm. what makes the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? Oh my God. Well, for me, it was a very selfish thing because I, 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 I was very, um, disappointed because a lot of my time acting in New York was spent being Asian because I'm Asian and I would go in for Asian things and my agent would send me in for Asian things and I did Miss Saigon twice and I went for Asian commercials and I was done with it because like I'm like well you know I'm much more than just an Asian person um, and uh, this was like back before Hamilton. So Hamilton, I feel like changed the game. It's different now, but before I had like very limited options, but puppetry um, I loved because I couldn't, I didn't have to be anything. I didn't have to be a guy. I didn't have to be gay. I didn't have to be Asian. I could be whatever. I, yeah. I, I couldn't be nothing. I didn't exist. It was just <laughs> the puppet. So I really loved it. And I got a lot of work that way because I just, I, I discovered it. And um, I think the thing that I cherish about puppetry is that, yes, that 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 distance that you have to have, like from from your own self. It's it's a, it's a removal kind of because you're transferring this thing into an object or some something, a pa piece of paper, and you have to look at that from a different perspective. And then at some point, once you've like worked with that object for a long time, you start to fuse and you start to become like one thing. And then you're sort of, and so in that fusion, you kind of see a different part of yourself. Like, it's almost like you're looking back at yourself from the puppet, which is weird. It's only happened to me a few times, but in those moments, in those zones, it's really, really surreal. And that doesn't happen to me when I'm just doing like straight acting or something. Yeah. Wow, that's such a deep explanation. It's really, that's true. That's a lot of freedom and a lot of, I feel it's, it's a, a bit therapeutic about what we are doing in the storytelling. We can just reach away and, and reach more public at the same time. It's mm -hmm. so 
And the thing is that, oh, so I guess that's the that's how my crush for puppetry happened. Yeah, I want to know your crush. <laughs> when that crush happened. But I've always, I've always, uh, I don't know. I've always liked, I like puppets because, you, you know, they, I'm, I'm tired of hearing people talking on stage. Like, it just doesn't interest me anymore. And, you know, you just have so many biases against, like, the actor that's acting. And there's so many things involved. But with puppets, you can just watch something and 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 all of that is removed and the text if there is text really comes through and a simple gesture just like reaching a handout means a lot you know because you're also thinking about how is that hand moving and and that's a whole other layer and um yeah yeah so i think that's how my crush for puppetry happened also because we never touched a puppet in school so puppets were like such a new fascinating thing for me when i came up here yeah it's such a, a a new discovery so you you reach and it's fresh and yeah let's do it yeah yeah so cool and i want to know like because you were talking about school i want to know about like the way to fall into puppetry like in your opinion what would be the best feel of study what we should study to become puppeteers um well i know that theodora teaches um sculpture at Pratt. And I think that's a really good one. That goes really well hand in hand because you know all about forms and you know a little bit about even architecture um, and you work with different materials. So I think that would be good if you want to go into puppet making. Uh -huh. um, and also uh, movement. I think like the, the voice and speech class that we took in school had a lot of uh, movement and we had a movement class and I think those go really well. Dance too. Dance is probably a really really good one because you learn all about your body and how it moves um and and you develop that sense of awareness yeah i would also say yeah so sculpture movement dance visual art yeah mm -hmm. yeah and i saw some of your work i i put it on the promo like your pinocchio thing you have done and those Thing with the music also so do, do you feel the music influence your art and, and the, the classical also yeah i would love to do i would love to do singing puppets i mean that's kind of what my my show is it's it's singing puppets <laughs> <laughs> well it's me singing with puppets yeah um, but yeah i i always love to have music or or dance in in the yeah. infused in the puppetry yeah and and do you have a definition i always like to hear like the own definition like in your own word what what is a puppet like, mm. oh my gosh this is like a thesis this is a thesis um i there's there's so many definitions it's um it could be i guess a simple one is just uh an object that um, is, this is a very rough, this is like on the yeah. spot. You know, it, it could be uh, something that is manipulated um, to, you know, to achieve sort of, um, it's manipulated to tell a story basically. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's uh, it can be an object, it can be light, it can be, you know, um, I don't know. I'm being. I'm really not articulate right now. But it's something that is being manipulated by a human yeah. to to tell a story. 
Yes. I think that's like the, the broadest definition I can think but, of. But I, I love that you bring the light because often we, we think in object, but also just a light could be like the way you put light on object also is part of the job. So yeah, that's yeah. been come one of my favorite forms of puppetry is shadow puppets. Yeah, because you can scale really huge in in a in such a, in a short amount of time. Yeah, totally, mm -hmm. it's a lot of potential. And um, I want to ask you your big dream, like for the future, like of puppetry in your own career. Like, do you have like a big purpose that you like in? see for for yourself with puppetry yes i <clears throat> i'm thinking of it now this is really good because i'm applying to grad school and i'm like ooh, what can i think about um first of all anything that i do i want it to be i want it to involve um community i i i, I can't i'm having a hard time with this show right now because i'm doing it all by myself and I hate that process of just like sitting in my room, coming up with stuff on my own. Like I need a lot of input. Um, that's what I miss about being in the theater is bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, and kids are a really great source of input and, and um, ideas. So I imagine making a giant show that has a lot of ideas that come from kids in the community. They can come up with the craziest characters. They have such great imaginations. They come up with the best dialogue um, that no writer can, can write. And I would love to just take their ideas and explode them on the stage and elevate those with like really, really um, tight design elements with really, really good music and even projections but like the heart of it comes from the kids and maybe a story that we create together. That's something that I would, I would want to do, I think. And then hopefully that becomes sort of like a model that we can take to different places around the world and work with this group of kids and create that show. And this group of kids creates that show and like all of that. That's yeah. amazing. And it's funny when you say that, you know, the, you have those face on Facebook, like you can have a thumbs up or art. Yeah. Yeah. Little, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see it. It's like floating up right now. It's going. Oh, yeah. Because you were talking about this kids' project. And yeah. Bring a question of the audience. We have Andre, who, Andres, who asked this. And it's funny to talk also about the Muppet. Like, mm. I, and, and do you like consider. The Muppet, like for you, I want to ask you and have your yeah. answer on this Muppet thing. Yes. Well, there's a lot of, um, they, they, at La Mama, they don't like the Muppets. <laughs> I mean, they do, they do, but it's, it's, Muppets are the mainstream puppet. And then, you know, at La Mama, we try to sort of go, we try to highlight what's on the fringes. So we don't do a lot of Muppets at La Mama, but, but I, I have a Muppet right here, actually, that I'm using for another kid's show. Um, I like them. I think they're very accessible, and they are, like, the first thing that people think of. Hi! <laughs> the, the first thing that people think of when they think of puppets, yeah. they think of this. Yeah. But, um, so I think it's a good entry point. I think it's a good beginning sort of introduction to what is a puppet. Um, but for me, I, I think it's more on the entertainment side. And I think when you're trying to go into the art 
uh, art of it, that there's so much more that can be presented um, that is not just a Muppet. Um, if I like deconstructing things, you know, so I would like to have a Muppet that's maybe has no eyes or maybe it's just a mouth moving or something like that. Um, yeah, to, to have some abstraction or... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of interesting because we, I feel we need to reinvent also and, and find other way to bring puppetry and extend the, the potential of it. So I, I want to ask you this, do you feel puppetry have reached its full potential or mm. do you feel like we are oh. in a tension? I think it's, I think with, um, with tech, it's just gonna get even crazier. I mean, you know, King Kong was like super, super ambitious. Um, and expensive um and i have never used what are those things called like the the voodoo right the voodoo rig i haven't used one of those but i feel like it's gonna get more into that kind of stuff like it's gonna get into animatronics and really sophisticated robotics and things like that i mean that might be what the mainstream goes to but i hope that like downtown like down on earth <laughs> um we explore also I've seen a lot of people working with projection design yeah. too, like a little puppet. Oh, oh, I wish I could show you, but um, like uh, one of the things we did with Theodora, she had like a transparent mannequin head with a, like a, a, a legging over it. And then she shot a projection inside of it. So you could project a face onto like a moving face onto this transparent yeah. head. And then it sat on a tripod and we were just moving that around. And that was really cool. So I would like to see more experiment experimenting with uh, with tech yeah. and projection mapping and stuff. That's so fun and true that we need to, to go there and get the technology. With the but I feel like the craft of like making puppets, like crafting puppets, I feel like that is being threatened because it's like we can just 3d print something you know but like mm -hmm. actually like working with your hands and molding things and cutting things like i feel like that that needs to be kept alive still yeah yeah we, mm -hmm. we want this still yeah that, i agree i agree so much and um yeah i want to to ask you also where do you see puppetry in 10 years in 10 years you, you you talk about technology a bit but you have like something you say like we need to achieve this or we need to, like something for the you know what i'm feeling okay actually going back to muppets um there is an artist who she's sort of blowing up right now because she was um part of beyonce's black is king her name is tiara whack i think okay. um that's how you say it but she is like a new r&b artist and rap artist and her she had a video that just has muppets in it and this is like 2020 you know um and i'm thinking of like missy elliott's video with the marionettes you know i feel like puppets in 10 years are gonna sort of go back into the mainstream because people are just tired of watching people right now and puppets are so like they haven't been in the mainstream for a while unless it's been a muppet and i feel like people are ready for for that now yeah. like uh like uh, you you gotta watch those videos they're really cool it's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's just like her just like a rap artist just like sitting there with her muppets and stuff and it's like muppets are cool again you know <laughs> yeah i want to see that i will for sure try to like 
Sesame Street was like the coolest thing. I mean, there was everybody on Sesame Street. Stevie Wonder was on Sesame Street, you know? So it's just like, I want, I wish we could sort of have that connection with pop culture again. Because, yes. Yeah. So I totally agree. And I want also to know more about your project because you, you have some puppet around. So I want for the conclusion, maybe to see a visual of what you, you are doing, like uh, with the 2D, I think you're working on also two dimension. Yeah, pretty much everything is like 2D because I told you I'm new to the field. I haven't spent years and years learning how to craft puppets and build them. I've spent most of my time as a puppeteer. So the easiest, well, the most accessible thing for me is to work with paper and paper cutouts. And so I like working with 2D flat objects. Um, so like right behind me is a cardboard cutout of a, of a car because the show that I'm developing takes place on a road trip and it's basically me driving in this car the whole time um and they also i also have like this little where is it oh yeah this little version of the car there um and during the road trip i sort of teach myself how to sing um because i'm listening to like an audio book and the audio book is called how to sing so it's a very long road trip and i'm hoping that by the end of it i learn how to sing <laughs> But the, the thing is the tape is actually a bad, it's a, it's a terrible audio book and it gives terrible advice. And the advice it gives ends up being more like life advice, you know? Um, so I take that literally and I, I learn all of these life lessons on the way. And that's sort of what I'm thinking. It's because I'm a singer, my mom was a singer and you know, it's been passed through our family. And so I'm trying to sort of, make this connection to my roots and what is folk music and how can singing and puppetry go together and all of that. Wow. Yeah. Also, I think the puppets help it because it's such a vulnerable thing for me that the puppets help me sort of put put yeah. something in front. It's a little bit of a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to be out of the, 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 the the story a bit but at the same time play it so it's kind of good to to yeah because i feel like if it was just me there's a little bit of a danger of it becoming too sentimental or whatever but if if i can put it on, into a puppet like i can i can maintain a distance from it which i think is important yes totally and, yeah. and even if people want to see more of your your work they want to reach out to you where they they should go uh well you can follow me on instagram at chris iggy c-h-r-i-s-i-g-g-i-e um or my website chrisignacio.com or just go to la mama if you ever like want to i'm pretty much hanging out like at la mama virtually or in person all the time um or in the east village um and i'm super just open to meeting up with people uh, yeah or on facebook too yeah oh. i have this i have this other this other girl this is actually she's my aunt <laughs> she makes an appearance in the show too she sings this is my aunt that was a singer wow that's yeah. so cool you're from a, a singer family you have a lot of voice behind you yeah but see the thing is when my when my mother came to the stage she actually stopped singing and so i think that there's something there like in terms of like an immigrant story and someone who has sort of left their passion, you know, um, to become an American or to become a mother or whatever. Um, so I, I'm sort of exploring that. And I feel like I have this like 
duty to keep singing because she's not anymore, you know? Mm. So, yeah, and, uh, and puppets. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, like, to combine art form. I feel it's really, like, puppetry is really welcoming to the multidisciplinary aspect of art. So I really feel you will uh, create something wonderful over there. It really is. Oh, and the other thing that I, back to the first question, that I cherish about puppetry is that going, it's, yes, it is multilingual. You don't need language. You can, it's so, it's so visceral and, and visual and you can go anywhere in the world and people will understand what's going on when, when, when a puppet moves its hand, you know, or they'll have their own interpretations of it um, because they're from a different culture and maybe a hand movement means something else. Um, yeah. So it really is, it transcends language um and 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 uh, and all of that it's one yeah. thing i really like about it yes so let's transcend the world with puppetry yes in fact there's a huge are you there's a huge uh puppet festival in france right in charleville charleville Mézières. Yes. yeah have you been no i want to go in next october i really wish but uh, let's see how. Let's go. Let's just do it. Let's buy the plane let's ticket, go. right? Right now the plane tickets are really cheap, I'm sure. And we can just get, get one and just go. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good plan. So we will meet each other over there. It's, it's, yeah, from the podcast, we may get to Charleville. <laughs> so cool. Actually, another plug, La Mama is having their puppet slam uh next week uh is next week december yep oh my gosh yeah. next week is december december 1st i think hold on i'm gonna get i'm gonna get i'm yeah. going to get killed if i don't get the date right you, you um, need to plug your thing that's really important but it's yes december 1st and um it's Wait, it's, it's several it's, it's next sunday it's it's there like yeah yeah and it's going to be live streamed on uh, YouTube and on the Mama's website. And it's curated by Jane Catherine Shaw, who is a veteran puppeteer in New York City. Um, and it features short works of genius from several different artists. You should you should submit something to the Puppet Slam next year or any year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. So yes, we can tune to for this on on Sunday for sure. Everyone, we we will put it below the interview so you can click and just join. Yeah, it's yeah, wonderful. and it's free. You know, it's just if you want to spend a little time just watching some cool puppets, do it. Yeah, and you will participate. You do a, a number. Well, I'm I'm not in it. I have been in the, the past uh, few years, but. This year, I am oper I am operating the live stream. So this is something that's been something else that I've turned into a different kind of puppeteer operating the strings of the live stream world. <laughs> that's the puppetry uh, related. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's cool. it's intense. It's intense. Which yes. I this is such a cool experience. This podcast and going live right now. It, it's it's really cool. You look like you really have it together, and it, it looks really great. And congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. I, I do that with a lot of passion, and we need to to bring a lot of attention towards puppetry world. I feel it's such an amazing art form. So thank you, Chris, for your time to be part of the show. I'm so happy to meet you and discover. Yes. It. Yes, thank you so much for having me. 
Yeah, I think I, we can talk for oh, yeah. hours. Yeah, well, I feel like we still have two minutes, right? Someone said, which pop song would you love to make a puppet music video for? Yeah, let's bring it right there. Like, wow, that's cool how you could put it in the video. Yeah, so I can awesome. bring it in front. Um, I think I would like to do... I mean, Meg the Stallion has just such good material coming out right now. And I think it would look so good with puppets. It just It's just so rowdy and so crazy and just so over the top. Um, or I would love to do something like some, like a Radiohead song, you know, oh. or yeah, I think, didn't they have, they, one of their vo uh, videos is a stop, uh, stop motion video. Yeah. Burn, burn the Witch or something like that. Um, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying like, see, people are getting back into puppets. Like, all over the place. It's there. There's a. There's definitely a, a yearning for it. Yes, and I mm -hmm. think we'll find other uh, field of development to bring more puppetry and 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 it's it's really to bring a, a philosophy behind also the art with puppetry. It's kind of like how we can bring more storytelling in another like way to to tell a story. I feel. Mm. Oh, and also one of the like coolest community building things I've ever seen. Um, it's it was just an open space with just junk materials, art making materials, glitter things everywhere, and a few puppet makers. And anyone could just walk in and start making puppets with them. Like they could, you could join in, make a puppet. You could start your own puppet. It was the coolest thing ever. I that's like back to something like what I want to do. I want to do something like that. Wow, yeah. that's such a pro. And where was this thing? That was just in the East Village. One day I was just walking and there it was like a an open house, an open installation. And you could just go in and, and start making puppets for a big parade that was going to happen. Wow, yeah, that, I, that's true for community purpose, like a parade. It's really yeah. build with people and just be together. It's yeah, really puppets for community building, yes. For kids, yes. And for pop stars, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the future. So cool, Chris. Thank you so much. I will have opportunity to push you out of the screen. Oh, push me. <laughs> Go <laughs> for it. In the studio, we will chat after. So let okay. me push you. Thank you so much. See you. Uh -oh. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for watching. I'm I'm so happy to to meet such amazing people. So yeah, feel free to write to us. We have a, a Gmail, the Puppet Podcast at gmail.com, or reach to us and and let's see how this wonderful project will grow. I thank you again to Chris, and I want to just bring last thing Mathieu René, who do a workshop. It will be on December 5 in the afternoon. So we will share this knowledge about OBS, live streaming, how to, 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 to bring that to another level with the Patreon account that we have. So I will put the little banner right there. Let's let's check this out. So we, we you know the address. Patreon is pretty kind of a cool platform. So have a look here.
patreon.com slash puppet podcast and watch what we create we put a lot of passion into it and we we want to promote the art form and help the community so yeah feel free to join us in this wonderful adventure so everyone next week other episode we will go to toronto canada to meet the another crew of puppeteers so we will have two guests so this is a secret i will reveal it pretty soon online so have a nice evening everyone thank you for watching again and see you soon